You're listening to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness or what we like to call your energetic self care. We're sisters and the co founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world and the soon to be Soul Gym. We want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and holistic wellness. And whether you are dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioners to you one by one. So it's time to get into soul shape. Um, my name is LJ Woodard, and this is my sister, Leslie Bennett. Leslie, who are we talking with today? Well, we're talking with one of my good friends, Marianne Golden of Golden Light. And you know what we're going to be talking about? I do. Oh, do you want me to share? I do. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> about... We, we did well, mention this will be, be, be great. This will be an interesting <laughs> podcast episode then. We, no, in all seriousness, we're going to be talking about loving the journey. And yes, loving the journey. Um, let's tell you a little bit about Marianne first. Um, Marianne is not only a friend. <coughs> Hi, Marianne. Welcome. Hi. She's our friend. Uh, Marianne's background covers a lot. First of all, she holds a professional license as an advanced practice psychiatric mental health clinical nurse specialist with over 30 years experience. I won't go into details with all the degrees. She is she is the real deal. Um, plus, has a long list of certifications that qualifies her to be an extraordinary extraordinary soul catalyst. Um, she is an ancestor tender, storyteller, scribe, and quantum artist. I love that. I do too. And she offers oracle readings, intuitive counseling, and private therapy, which are all available on the Soul Shape app. Um, and this is the theme about loving the journey. And you've had quite the journey. Um, Let's talk about healing journeys and why do we got to love it, even though it might be painful and difficult? Why do we have to love the journey? Because that's all there really is, <laughs> right, is love. When you, when you boil it down, when you look at quantum physics, we know everything's a vibration. And ultimately, that vibration, that oneness, that God, that source, that great spirit, whatever you want to call it, is the vibration of love. So if you don't love your journey... It's hard to, to walk yourself back home and to help walk other people back home to that, that oneness that we all are. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But <laughs> You guys are speechless. Well, no, you know what it means? Well, here I'm like, I'm, I want to represent that someone who is in the muck. And you're telling me I got to love the muck? Yeah. Uh, there's an uck word that I want to send to you. <laughs> and, and, <yeah. laughs> well, uck you too. I mean, that's the only reason why I pause because I'm like, I know that's so nice. Yes, of course. Okay, so you want but me to get real? I love the. But I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta, gotta love real. the journey. But you it's, know, it's it's one of those things that, and we're gonna just get you out of here because you're, you know, we know each other so well. But <laughs> um, I know. Well, and you, you feel free to use my life because you know it, I'm pretty open. But, you know, there's times where you're just like, I'm not going to love this. I want to I want to be in that muck. Mm -hmm. And and but there's also those people that have been in the muck for so long. How do you get them to to embrace it and love it? So, you know, that's kind of, you know, I love my journey. Mm -hmm. There were times, though, I had the awkward in my head mm -hmm. and in my heart, you know, mm -hmm. but, you know, what advice do you give to those people? Well, let me say this. All right. Let, I'll, I'll come down from the clouds, okay? Yeah. So so, so my, my initial statement was that grand overall sure. uh, philosophical belief system that, that I embody. 
my experience, I, I, I grew up in poverty. I grew up uh, with a lot of complex trauma um, that I experienced myself uh, multiple ways. I went on to college. I, um, you know, started living in the world, started doing doing my thing. And I had the opportunity to work with people at their worst. So I worked for 30 years with the disenfranchised street people on the street, homeless people diagnosed with severe and persistent mental illness. My special, my specialty was schizophrenia, encountered all kinds of vets, all kinds of uh, drug addiction, all kinds of mental illness. So I saw a lot of muck. Mm -hmm. For sure. A I'd lot imagine. of muck. Despair. And I, you know, I often say, you know, we're, we're driving down the street and you see a uh, a stray dog on the side of the road, you know, nine out of 10 people might stop and say, oh, let's take them to, you know, let's, let's, you know, help this, mm -hmm. this animal. But we see a homeless person drive right on by or somebody that appears off, you know, we're scared and we run away or call so the police. That's, that's what I've done my whole life is move towards that person. Mm -hmm. So I know muck. And I tend to not talk about that too much because, you know, I, I want to give this this other message. But there's nobody that can tell me anything that I'm afraid of. I know that's a, a grand statement. Yeah. But people can tell me their story. I will hold it and listen to it and walk with them through that. And that's what Golden Light is. I No matter what your story is... Tell me your story. I will hold that, and let's let's start the conversation. Let let's start. And how you get through that muck? I'm a believer of going within. And people will say to me, "I'm afraid because there's something dark and ugly inside of me. I'm afraid of who I'm going to find within me." And I don't necessarily say this to them. It depends on the person. But I'm like, good. Mm -hmm. That's the good stuff. Because the darker that that feels, the darker that is inside of you, the brighter that light is behind it. I have no doubt about that. And what happens in traditional psychotherapy, my experience, is that you sit in the room and you talk and you talk and you talk and you fall down that hole and, you know, somebody helps pull you back out. Mm -mm. You got to go through you got to go down, down, down until you get out the other side. It's not about falling in the hole and having somebody help you out. Because you, you never heal that way. So I walk through the ugly. I walk through, you know, I hate to use the word shadow and shadow work because it's such a, a, a buzzword now and it's almost pop culture. Hmm. But, you know, I, I have a, a basis in depth psychology and Jungian psychoanalysis and you know, that's who coined, Carl Jung coined the, the shadow work. Hmm. Um, and I do that. So how do we get to the love? We definitely go through the darkness and the shadow, the dark night of the soul. I, I really like the through, the through work because it's when you get to the other side that you can go. And everyone, if, as you hear stories, whether it was on Oprah or whether it's on some other, you know, like any talk show. Any talk show where someone talks <laughs> about their, their healing journey. journey yeah. right, and right, they're at right. the other side of it. They all have a gratitude for having gone through it because 
it made them better. It made them stronger. It gave them wisdom Mm -hmm. that they can now apply to be better, to Mm -hmm. grow more, to expand. And so, you know, for those listeners that are in the muck, just keep going. You've got the support or or find support. There's definitely support on the Soul Shape app. Um, Or find it wherever your intuition or heart or mind guides you. Exactly. I wonder how we can, you know, whatever that reminder may be, you know, when you are going through those hard times, when you're going up, the word of the day is muck. Okay, going through the, <laughs> the muck is, um, you know, let's pick something that's maybe a little bit lighter than maybe grief or addiction or something. But let's say you just wanted to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to path. I'm going to go lose weight. I'm going to join the gym. I've got my nutrition. My dad, I know my, I got this. It's like, Right now, when I'm talking about it, I'm kind of getting excited about it because I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to fit mm-hmm. in this size. I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to be able to live longer. All these different things. I think you have to, that's part about, like, you got to love the journey. And some people are like, I'm on a diet. Ugh. Man, I don't get to eat this. I don't get to. But think of all the things you can do. I mean, how do we get to that state to remind ourselves that the journey is, though difficult, how do we, how do we really embrace it? How do we love it? We tell a different story. I am all about storytelling, and and one of the ladies I was talking to last night, another uh, Soul Shape practitioner, said, I'm not a storyteller. I'm not into stories. I don't like stories. I'm like, you're telling me one right now. (laughs) Everything we say is a story. I don't like to diet. Then don't. So, you know, when I worked with weight loss with clients, I would say, let's add some things. Instead of taking away, let's change the story because everybody thinks it's lack, and I don't live in lack anymore. Right. Um, I don't try. You know, I try not to use those words. So the minute you say diet, people think lack, you know, take something away from me. Uh, uh-uh, Let's change the story, man. I love that, let's add an apple. Let's mm-hmm. add, I don't know. Let's add celery juice. Let's add, you know, something healthy. Something. <laughs> Everyone's like apple, celery juice. No, I mean, I love that. But that's great. I well, mean, or, I, you know, something that is healthy. So let's just add instead of taking away. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I, you know, I work with people where they're at and curate mm-hmm. a story with them that is specific to them that really excites them. I you think know, that's, that's beautiful. If, if movement excites you, LJ, then I would say instead of starting with, you know, changing everything you eat and, and all that, just take a walk every day. Let's yeah. start with small steps, literally, right. you know, or, or that. So you change the story. We're stuck in our stories, and everybody has one. They do. And we don't have to tell that story anymore if we don't want to. It's almost like getting rid of the excuses. Yeah, it's another way to look at that. Yeah, let's yeah. just get rid of the excuses, and yeah. let's just create a wonderful, a beautiful story. Like, what's your happy ending, you know? Let's, let's go on that path. Well, let's not go there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> or wait, let's go there. No, <laughs> Marianne said that, not me. <laughs> and Leslie's just keeping her mouth shut. <laughs> well, no, because as we're talking about the story and changing the story, um, as you know, you know this. And I'm pausing because. After my husband died, there was a plot twist, and I'm not going to talk about what the plot twist is. I'm not ready to do that. But the therapist, you know, told me because he's not here, I get to write the story as to what that plot twist meant. Sure. Um, and that was very, yeah. I, it was liberating. It caught me off guard at the moment when I was in, in my therapy sessions. But it 
it was very liberating mm-hmm. at the moment. And so much so that, you know, that that comment has resonated with me throughout this. So that was probably a good release for you, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe one day I will talk about the plot twist. But there's people that stay tuned. I need, I need, Season no, no, I <laughs> three, four, no, and five. But, but there are people that the plot twist. There are family members that I need to speak to first before sure. that goes public. Um, so, you know, I just getting to that comment of, you know, that freedom that I felt because I can be the recipient right. of, of that, you know, change the story, change the perspective. And, you know, that even happened recently with Soul Gym. Absolutely. Right. So we're trying to build Soul Gym, which is a gym for the soul. And a little plug here, you know. Is, we're not trying. We're, we're in we're, the process yeah. of building Soul Gym. Well, we do yeah. mention in the intro and the soon to be Soul Gym. What is the Soul yeah, Gym, but, Leslie? Tell but we us. had a recent. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, we, seriously, give us a, a little. Or you want to talk yeah, about Soul Gym first? No, we'll talk about what you're Well, Soul Gym <laughs> is that gym for the soul. It's something I would have wanted, you know, when I was going through grief where I could, you know, just work on that inner self, work on going into that darkness. Exactly. And and have the gym that facilities um, to go and work whatever mm-hmm. that is out, whether it was sadness, whether it was anger, whether it was just, you know, finding joy for the day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what Soul Gym's designed to do. And you can find more on, on soulgym.com, and that's gym with a J, not a G. Um, but <laughs> getting back to, you know, what happened with Soul Gym, you know, it had been stagnant for a little bit, but we had someone say, don't look over here, move over here. Exactly. And that story change has has <laughs> allowed it's so huge. many. It's allowed new people to come in that's helping, that are helping Absolutely. us. It's allowing new ideas to come An in. An energy booster for sure for and, us. And, you know, so we have a, a path now that's really exciting uh, to do. So I really believe in, in storytelling and loving that. Like I fell back in love with soul gym, not that I was out of love, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, I just, there was no spark. Yeah. It got pretty stale for you. Yeah. It got, mm-hmm. so finding that spark. And so I would say the word of the day muck, if someone's in that muck, <laughs> you know, find that spark, just a little shift can mean a huge deal. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just need that third party, that other person to yes. help you see that. Because a lot of us are like, you know, I have all this training. I've been through my own individual therapy. I am a therapist. I have, you know, all this stuff. But I need people to go, hey, you know, look over here, idiot. You know, yeah. your head's up your ass. Well, yeah. it's interesting that you say that, too, because, you know, when it comes to a healing or a soulful journey, it might just be within yourself. Your long walks, the meditation, the breath work, this, you're going inside, mm-hmm. but you still need help. You know, it's you, nice to have somebody walk beside you. You know, as a nurse, I was trained that we, we work side by side with the client. It's not, you mm-hmm. know, looking down at looking them. down mm-hmm. or I'm better than you. It's, you know, how can I be with you and guide you? You know, just putting an arm around, mm-hmm. taking a walk. OK, maybe we should step over here. You know, so I do that gently, but I am assertive and my therapy's quick. I, I don't want to work with people for a long period of time at all. <laughs> and and it, we go deep, fast. I, I wanted to bring up a little bit about internal family systems. Um, yeah. Richard Schwartz, who is the, the creator of that uh, wonderful psychologist. And it, it's getting a lot of traction these days. It's going to be like shadow work. Everybody's going to be doing IFS, they mm-hmm. call it. 
and I call it the pieces parts, but we all have voices within us that, you know, like right now, there's a certain persona that is talking out of me. And it's not necessarily the persona that MJ saw this morning when I was frantically trying to find <laughs> this and that and getting ready and screaming and yelling. That's a whole different part of me, right? right. And so I help people get in touch with all those voices and learn to acknowledge them, love them, talk to them. And that work goes fast. Um, Hal and Sidra Stone are actually the pioneers of that with voice dialogue. I want to yeah. kind of just, just mention that. Because that was, this is part of your long list of certifications. <laughs> I mean, it was long. You had a lot. So I, I'm a researcher. I'm a triple heir. I'm a <laughs> Libra sun, Aquarius, rising Aquarius moon. So I'm in my head. I research, I research, I research. I'm sure if anyone, if, when people are listening, that 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 you can overcome this quick. But I do like that you work fast because I sometimes it can. I do. I know, I work there's fast. so many programs that are like, oh, this nine month, two year, even six months. I not that it has to happen in a weekend, but um, how much? Like when you do, I know you have on our on the app. What's it? The um, the deep dive or the soul immersion? Whew, you got to be ready for that, sister. Yeah, <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. You know, I do. Uh, I have you tell me your story. You have one hour to tell me your story. I barely talk. You just tell me any story you want for one hour. And then uh, off of that, I create about a 15 to 20 page report. And in that, this is where it gets a little woo woo because I'm a scientist. I love science, but I'm also a little esoteric and I love the esoteric. I love the ancient mysteries. I love that. And I think that there's a place for both. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I get information from elsewhere. I Sometimes I'll say I channel. I, I don't feel real comfortable saying that because I'm not exactly sure what that is. But, but I tap into something, get information. So I create this these reports for people that, that really blow them away. You know, it's part psychological. And, and then there's this whole, like, where the hell did you get that? But it's so accurate. Um, and it sounds like a very unique type of therapy. It is. Yeah. It is. And so we review that. <clears throat> excuse me. And then I, I have what um, normal people would call uh, a treatment plan at the end. You know, if, if based on, on this report in this moment in time and this story where you're at right now, mm -hmm. you know, this is what I think could help move you. And then they can choose to work with me or not. In the immersion package, I think there's like six sessions after that. And I require them at least once a week. You can't go like every two weeks or every three weeks. I had one woman three times a week working with me for three months, and it it rocked her world. I mean, it was so intense. And they're one to two hour sessions. And then I just dive in and I cultivate a very specific program for that person. So I can't really talk about you know what the, I do in each like week because one. It's we do calisthenics, right? Right. <laughs> right. It's very different. Um, and one of the things that started evolving out of this was I started, um, I've always seen like art in my head. When I close my eyes, I see geometric patterns. I was seeing what I call fractals. Um, and I started putting them on paper. And as I was working with clients, I started using their personal numbers, their date of birth, their uh, numerology, location of birth. I got real crazy lately, and I, I use gravity and latitude and longitude and all these numbers. I put them in the Mandelbrot set, which is a mathematical equation. This is a whole other episode, I have a feeling. And I create a personal 
fractal. So at the time of your birth, as you came into this world, what the energy fingerprint of your soul looks like in color. Sounds like a new modality, Marianne. Well, <laughs> and this is something that Leslie and I, you know, I was doing it and I was in San Diego hanging out with Leslie and she's just, you know how Leslie is. She's just walking through the house doing this or that, putting something away and go, well, why don't you do this? Well, well, this sounds, you know, then she just give me these one liners. Like, I'd be like, oh, I should do that. Like, she's like, did you ever like, cause I was like, she was born in San Diego. Right. And so we mm -hmm. just, I would just put the latitude and longitude of San Diego. She goes, what if I gave you the actual address of the hospital? And we did a fractal before and after, and it was incredible. Wow. Um, you could see the, the shift, but I'm kind of getting off, off, off topic, but these personal fractals came out of doing these deep dives mm -hmm. and the therapy with a, a client. And then people were like, oh, you need to sell this separate because I was just including this JPEG of the, this incredible piece of art that's unique. You're giving them a little bonus. Right. A big bonus. And they would get it and go, what am I supposed to do with this? And I'm like, well, use it as a personal mandala, meditate on it because it Frame really... Frame it and put it on the wall. Right. So then um, my colleague and dear friend, um, she who walks with me, MJ, she um, said, you need to start an art business. And then all of a sudden, at the same time, we're like, Solchi Art. Mm. We just came up with Solchi Art. So I started that two years ago. It's so beautiful, Mary. Now, you got to know, and then I'll shut up, that no, please, keep all of this started. <laughs> I met Leslie. I walked up to her, didn't know her at all, at a Oracle Palooza, Colette Baron Reed conference. She's running to her car, hoping not to see anybody. <laughs> I walked up to her and I said, hey, I'm magical. Because Colette said, go out, find a stranger, and tell them you're magical. We did have homework, and I didn't listen to it. And I hate homework. I hate doing that kind of stuff. Leslie. I wanted to swear there. You're so lucky. Now you got a good friend. And she whipped around. <laughs> and she startled me. She looked at me, and she goes, tell me your story. And then I fell apart because I didn't have a story. That was my story. I didn't know my story, you know. But... That's my story. I didn't know my story. <laughs> I Exactly. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with Soul Gym. And and admire Leslie. I could go on and on about Leslie and, and how much I regard her. And because we couldn't get it, you know, I, I'm a worker bee. I didn't have these, you know, I'm like, I'm with you. Can I just be on your coattails and learn? <laughs> and, and I'll bring your coffee. I'll do whatever. I'll fetch. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I just wanted to be in, in the Be process. part of the magic. And Soul Gym is such a great idea. And things were taking a while, and I needed to get to work. To, and so yeah. I created my private practice waiting for Soul Gym. She did. And then that evolved into my art. So all awesome. of this is filler. Yeah. Because my true, you know, what I want to do is Soul Gym. Well, it's meaningful fill filler. It is. It, it is. is. And, and so I'm, you know, it's interesting. But they will, they will be offered within Soul Gym. So we needed that. <laughs> the process of Soul Gym brought me to that part of me and helped me create this kind of forced that. So mm -hmm. so Soul Gym kind of has the, its own healing energy. Marion, have you always been playful? Because to go up to someone and say, hi, I'm magical. I mean, oh, no, that is so not me. Okay, I was wondering. I hate that stuff. Okay. I hate going to showers and playing those baby games. Yeah. And oh, my God, I hate all that stuff. <laughs> I am not that person at all. But we have the best meet cute. <laughs> I love it. We do. We do. 
Wow. But we were both kind of curmudgeonly about it. And we were both kind of like reluctantly had this conversation. And then it just kind of kept going. And then she's like, well, I let's can't get rid of her. Well, that's what, yeah. <laughs> She's here. Well, it's kind of true because I showed up and said, I'm just going to come and help you take well, care Marianne, of your dad. Well, Marion, you've also been a, oh. a wonderful <laughs> you, you a, being, being, a human being to our family. And well, you're forever you're no, forever part you. of you're a I know. forever, you're forever kinda, friend you're kind of stuck with me you say you're the the <laughs> sisters of soul shape soul gym and that but i'm the stepsister <laughs> yeah oh no you're 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 a forever friend you know we should uh thank colette hi colette i don't know you personally but colette they, yes, yes i mean i do listen to her podcast and she's, she's wonderful she is wonderful she is and incredible. i love that she um had you guys do that homework because there is that we learned the other in another episode about being playful, how that can be you know, such a wonderful thing to be open to that. We're always like, don't be afraid to play. Right, right. And it is, in, in essence, it's a great icebreaker. Yeah. I mean, that's really Absolutely. what it is. So. Gotta laugh at myself. I, I want to get back to the fractal art for just a second. Okay. I'm going to do a little bit of a plug here because, um, you know, we're in the fourth quarter of, of the year. It's gift-giving time, right? Oh, um, and so if someone's looking for a unique gift for someone, yeah, it's incredible. You know, it is, it is absolutely incredible. And I have to say too, that, you know, when you look at the art and we'll put it in the show notes, what mm -hmm. some, we can show my, that's mine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, wow. um, you know, when you meditate with it, the image with it, there's, there is some energies that come off of it for those listeners that are, are super tuned to energy I'm starting to get um, charged myself as I'm talking about this because I think there's a calling. You're, you're going to get drawn to it, and and trust me, I think there's 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 some magic to to the fractal art. So I would go on to the Soul Shape app and 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 get yourself your your soul your soul art your fractal art or give it give it to someone um, because no. it's really what. <laughs> Right now, I don't have. You're not the, doing. I don't have. Oh, I missed that plug. Well, I don't have art on Soul Shape. It, well, they can find you on the app, and then they can go to Soul to Chi that. Art. Then, mm -hmm. yeah, they can go to SoulChiArt.com. We'll put a link um, in. My therapy practice is on Soul Shape. Okay. I haven't quite figured out how to. I got to meet with LJ yeah. and uh, we'll get we'll get Marianne organized. Get me updated. It doesn't matter yeah, whether, whether, it, whether it's on the app or Soul Shape <laughs> Art. You know. It doesn't matter to me because this this art is so. Uh, I want it profound. Doesn't seem the right word. It just it feels like if your soul's called to it, it'll be called to it. If it's not, it's not for you. But it's there. Each in each art is so different. So I may be mine's yellow and purple, but I've seen some of these others where it's you know just greens or blues, and I have no say in the color. It's it's based on the math. Um, so, um, you know, we'll put up LJ's not, isn't done yet. So we'll put up mine and we'll put up LJ so you can really see the difference. And I would just say, go to soul Chi art and you can look at the different ones. And that's all I'm going to say about the art. You know, we're here to talk about loving the journey, but maybe we can talk about your journey on, on what drew you to the fractal art. Like where, how did that journey go? Wow. I was, you know, I was doing research. I, like I said earlier, I've always had the, this thing where when I close my eyes, it's like a kaleidoscope. And I thought everybody had that. You know, you don't mm -hmm. know what you don't know, right? Yeah. And 
whoever says to you, what, what do you see when you close your eyes? I mean, I never thought to ask anybody. Yeah. Right. So I've always had these images and I've, I've doodled them my whole life, but never did anything with them. And I was, I don't know what I was researching, but I came up, up, up to the Mandelbrot set, which is a mathematical equation. And it's very complex, but when I started looking at fractals, which are self-similar infinite patterns that repeat, 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 Fractals are everywhere in nature. So the veins of a leaf, branches of a tree, how that, that repeats. Snowflake is a fractal. Seashells are fractals. Uh, you look at a head of cauliflower, that's a fractal, that, that self-similar repeating mm -hmm. pattern. And it goes on infinitum. Um, when I started seeing the images created by this mathematical equation, they were what I see when I close my eyes. That's so cool. And I freaked out. I got goosebumps. Look at that. And I started asking people, do you see this? Do you see this? And then people are like, oh, what's going on with Marianne? You know, <laughs> I'm like, did you see that? Do you see this? And some people. What are you taking? I want no, some of that. I'm just <laughs> listening to you. This is the beauty of art. I Most mean, people don't. But I have come across a few it. that have actually looked at my art and written me and said, I see this too. Mm. Thank you for, you know, doing this because I see this too. Um and so that's kind of how the art started. Mm. And I'm not a good math person. I don't want to say anything too negative about, you know, I, I used to say, I, I hate math, but, but I love math. I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, Create that vibration. <laughs> you know, we all grew up learning Pythagorean theorem and Euclidean geometry, right? Circle, God. squares, rhombus. You I'm know, now. That was hard. Euclidean. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. So we teach kids that, but those are like platonic solids. And really what the universe and nature is built on are the snowflakes, a blade of grass, leaves, the, the structure in the soil. And that's the Mandelbrot equation. And that was just discovered, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s. And so that equation, like A squared plus B squared equals C squared, tells us about the hypotenuse of a triangle and, and you know, 90 degrees and all this and how to construct that. Well, this Mandelbrot equation creates the image that you saw in Leslie's fractal. Mm -hmm. There's that image, that unending infinite image mm -hmm. exactly. is in that. But I'm yeah. using her personal numbers. And it's a trade secret how I do it exactly, or else I would tell you. Um, but I can show you, I've been working on yours, Laura. Yeah. Laura, LJ. Yeah. I never call you Laura. I know that just came out. It happens often on but the podcast. But see, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to flash the numbers. There's a lot of math involved. Oh. And, and you're very interesting because you've got a lot of master numbers. 9, 11, and 33 are very important numbers to you. Don't give away my, um, my lotto numbers. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, but. <laughs> did anyone got, win last? Was, I mean, they did. Someone did win in California. Somebody from Ohio Petunia. won the other day. So. Um, no, someone won the whole 1.5 billion in, in Kern County, California. I woke up in the middle Kern of the night. County. Thinking, Is that why I'm waking up? There Did I win? Go. Do I need to check the numbers? No, you don't. <laughs> so as we go infinitely deep on our personal journey, you know, on that journey that we're going to love to get through the muck, so does that personal fractal that I create. Mm. And so one of the ways to have fun and be playful is to look at the art and sit with it 
and say, this is an imprint of me. Like a, some people call the Mandelbrot set the thumbprint of God. Wow. I know. It, it's it's quite a... That's pretty deep. It is. It's quite a thing. And we all have a thumbprint. That makes and us we so know unique, it's a, truly. Right. And every thumbprint's <laughs> different, but you know it's a thumbprint. It's similar, right? Yeah. So, so that's that's the fractal. And your personal fractal tells you a lot about who you've been, the lives you've lived, you know, and your potential. So that must have helped you too when you're when you're working with a client, someone you know in these deep dives or soul immersions. It's like you do this separately now, but this was something you always did to complement. But it must have helped yeah. you a lot, right? In you know guiding them through their healing journey. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and some would be like, eh, you know, I'm not into that. And some would really be into it, and we just work around the art part, you know. Well, it's definitely a heart opener for you. I mean, you beam when you when you talk about it. So yeah, it's like, I get excited. I get tongue twisted. It's hard because I, you know, the everything is so jumbled up inside of me. I just want to get it out really fast and tell everybody how wonderful it is. Well, <laughs> I can't. I didn't know you were working on one for me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I thought I would have it done this morning, but I can't rush the artistic. You know, you process. don't have to rush it. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Yep. Okay. So loving the journey. So you loved your art journey. I love that and how that evolved. Um, I think there's other things too, you know, as someone's going through a journey and you're coaching um, and going through this soul immersion, you know, what happens when someone isn't receiving? Is there a way to, you know, you know, for example, you know, I don't want to hear what you're telling me. How do you work through someone like that? It's a tough question to answer because there's so many other variables. Right. Um, I don't have that happen. I mean, I have people say, no, you know, I don't want to do it that way. Mm. Or because I do a lot of guided imagery. I'll do a lot of voice dialogue. And actors love voice dialogue. I, you find all the hidden theatrical people. I can't imagine an actor not liking their voice. As they love voice dialogue. So so you say, you know, I want to hear. My sister's rolling her eyes. So so let me talk to that person that just said that. That's part. That's what mm-hmm. I do in voice dialogue. And you personify that. Yeah. Well, how old are they? What do they look like? Mm. Um, and so a lot of people may not resonate with doing. They feel funny. And you actually talk in the third person well, a lot slightly, of times. It's it's performative, right? It's very performative. So, and some a people, lot of people just don't. I'm not doing that. So, right. You know, not yeah. everyone wants to get up and public speak. So, right. And, and their, just one on jam. one, they have a hard time talking mm-hmm. in the third person. And I, we would talk about LJ, mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. this voice of yours that mm-hmm. just said that would talk about LJ and over here. Mm-hmm. So, so it gets a little interesting, but oh, that would be interesting. It opens up a lot. I want to talk in, about myself and pe- not here. Right. So you step outside <laughs> yourself. That is, yeah, that's interesting. That's just one of my tools. I have so many different tools. So when somebody says, you know, no, you know, and, and this is the thing, if people are going to, I'm really good at what I do and, yes, yes. and you, and I'm not somebody that's arrogant. I say that because I'm I'm gifted through through you know I believe in a higher source and I believe that works through me. It's not Mary Ann, you know. I, I I'm really good at using that divinity to help people and move people quickly. And if you're gonna work with me and pay the money, you're gonna want to do the work. Yeah, for sure. And so I don't. It, it's not like when I worked in community mental health and somebody was court ordered to see me, and they'd be sitting there. Yeah, I'll curmudgeon. And right. And I'd be like, look, 
we have an hour. What do you want to do? You know, we could sit here and be angry or, you know, I have a lot of tools. Well, and that's what's so nice about like this tool, that the podcast, anyone could be listening to you right now. Right now, a healer, a healer is like finding your perfect match. It's like when someone finds a therapist or the doctor right, right. or their gyno or the dentist or whatever, or hairdresser, you know, mm -hmm. it's like everything has to be I that know, right match, right. you know, that you, um, you know, that you're in sync with. And not that we have to be completely aligned and agree. And sometimes that's just, just hearing Marianne right now, like, I want to do a deep dive. <laughs> I want, I'm ready. Sign me up. I mean, yeah. no, I'm just, I'd be good for you. You know, I know. Trust me. Um, but it's, like, it's easier. There's a reason why Marianne's here on the podcast. But I mean, there's only so much a sister can do. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Leslie. You know, Leslie's had to be my Marianne for some time now. I'm joking. But, Laura's amazing. Know, uh, I just want don't. She's not. She's perfect. Thank you. Okay. Huh. Okay. So. <laughs> I get no, a little, I a little mean bit that with, sweet. with the best sister intentions. Thank you, Leslie. But Nothing no, Marianne, mean. people would be very lucky to have, you know, if someone's in the muck, feeling blocked, needs to do a deep dive, needs to, I don't know. Shift right. direction. Sometimes we just don't know. I, I need to shift. I mean, so many of our healers, that's what they you help go? you with is clarity, yeah. finding answers when we are really discovering our own truth. But I know you would be, you are a soul catalyst. You are. Thank you. Yeah, that that word I thought really <laughs> I help people figure out who they are at their truest level. And it's it's an incredible journey for me. I mean, I do a lot of healing work through doing the therapy and and I learn so much from other people. And it must be so and, fun after being a nurse all those years. I'm sure it's just coming out. I mean, I don't want that sounds awful. Being a nurse is so noble, right? You you do the work. But or this not. is like yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, just uh, what a great. Well, you know, I was I was it. stuck in the advanced practice nurse world, so I was prescribing medicine. Wow. So I was a cheap doctor. Mm. I mean, that's in Ohio. It was like we're going to pay a shit ton of money. We're going to give you ten minutes to see a patient, and you're going to have to diagnose them and prescribe medicine. Like, wait a minute! A I went to nursing school. Yeah. I didn't go to med school. Went to nursing school, and I had carved out a really nice niche for myself. Um, and then I had to, you know, move for, for life circumstances. And, and so the life I had carved out my, my, uh, professional life, I had more time and I could, I could really get a good diagnostic assessment, but then I really got stuck in the whole pharmaceutical world. Sorry, Leslie. And the whole <laughs> prescribing and, you know, trying to really understand what, what are we doing here? And we don't really understand schizophrenia but yet we're gonna prescribe these really powerful meds and I did that for 13 years I prescribed meds and then I started to hate myself because I didn't really it, it wasn't in alignment anymore and I said day after day after day I was just I didn't get my graduate degree to become a prescriber yeah it's just kind of how healthcare and the system you know, yeah. went and it not makes me to just say, like have a bad taste in my mouth when you're just describing that. that I just feeling, need to like, say though that you know I'm not anti-medicine and medicine. You know, I, I've seen it do wonders. Mm -hmm. So, I, I you know I, I I'm not dogging all, that at all because I believe in science and I believe there's good people creating good medicine. There's a blend of east and west. I and, believe we should blend. Yeah, absolutely. But for me, I got to a point in my career where I was just like. I can't do this anymore. And I had to step aside and do my own personal work. And this is 
And then I met Leslie, and I was magical. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who, you know, I need to move forward, but I just don't know where to point. Mm. Back to Soul Jam. Yeah, exactly. It's always about me. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> It's not. I'm, if you knew me well, you would know that's not me at all. Um, most of the time. They're just kidding. <laughs> um, and so it is. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is just a joke. This is another rolling eye <laughs> moment. Uh, no, but there are people, in all seriousness, there are people that, you know, as we manage and we're no longer in alignment with where we are, and we can feel it, right? It's that drive to work when we, we still drove. Um, you know, do we enjoy that drive or is it hmm. like you're already, like that hour commute, you're just sitting there going, oh, I have to make it through another day. And you're already def- depleted of energy before you walk in. So I'm sure that these soul immersions can help people move move out of that that mm-hmm. that depletion mode. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember, you know, when I was um when I had staff when I was in pharmaceuticals, um and we our company was closing and I was advising my staff of like, you know, job um options for them. I'd always ask about is this company worth the, the hour drive commute or however long mm. it was? Mm. And and I had them made decisions based on that because you can kind of tell in interviews, you know, whether you want to be part of that team. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one interview like oh, 15 years ago where they touted that they worked on weekends. And I, <laughs> I mean, every single, you know, because usually, you know, you, you interview the whole team. <laughs> And the whole team touted that. Like, we work really hard. We work the weekends. Brainwash. And, and I just thought, <laughs> we work until midnight. Wow. <laughs> I know they could never work. stop working. And, and there are moments in pharma because, you know, that you do do that because you're meeting with a health authority a or something. deadline or something. Or, yeah. But but they, that was all they touted. <laughs> it was so strange yeah, to me. Yeah. But so I asked that. But anyway, we're like a way overdue because we Sorry. love talking to Marianne That's on our soulful stretch. So, um so a soulful stretch for those that are not usual or normal. Our usual. Our listeners. usual listeners. You guys are all normal. Unusual, unusual. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> unusual listeners. Gotta watch my language. It's okay. Anyway, so, so the soulful stretch is where we, you know, ha- has there been something during this um, conversation mm. where you have, you know, changed a belief, you've, you know, maybe opened your heart or your something that has shifted. So that's what we call a soulful stretch. It's something in our consciousness that's stretched. And I have to say, this one's a little tough for this conversation. So I'm going to go to a personal one. Um, and that's because I know Marianne so well. I know what we're going to talk about. Um, so for me, you know, I really want to talk about my soulful stretch in regards to, you know, those shifts and being open to them and allowing the spark to come in. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm stretching. And, and then when those paths open up, continuing to walk forward and having the courage to do so. That's mm. my soulful stretch. That's a big and, one, um, isn't it? My soulful stretch is create the story, change the story, well, whatever it is. I just the story. I mean, so many times like we say, "Oh, I want to do this, but it's always going to be hard." And this, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a different story so I have that outcome that I want, and that's part of loving the journey. So I like, you know, we get to become better storytellers. Actually, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Mine's interesting. Um, a little personal, and somehow this conversation triggered this. Um, in my personal life over the past year, I've had two significant people in my life in um, crisis and, and going through difficulties 
where I was not allowed in. They didn't allow me in mm. to assist. And Marianne's not used to that. Yeah, that's heartbreaking, you know, actually. It's it's extremely heartbreaking. You're Superman extremely. and you can't go in and save the building. And and I don't <laughs> think I can save everybody, you know, I'm I'm well beyond that. And I but these were people that are are soul people in my soul group and my presence in their life created more turmoil and to recognize that. So this conversation kind of helped me see that again. So that is a stretch for me, and it's a brand-new lesson. Stretch it out, Mary. So I'm stretching <laughs> stretch that out. Stretch it out, soulfully. And if I can stretch that out, then I can love the journey even more. See? Well, we're going to have to talk about that at lunch. Mary... <laughs> This is Marianne Golden of Golden Light, and you can learn more about her at goldenlight.com, or you can find her offerings on SoulShape. We want to say thank you, Marianne. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Signal Fire Media, and to all of our listeners. We believe wellness starts within, and you can unlock unlimited possibilities with energetic healing. Embrace the woo. Dabble, dive, or discover your next healing experience on the SoulShape app. We hope you've enjoyed this soulful stretch and that you do something to raise your vibration today because the ripple effects are endless. Join us again and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the Soul Shape Podcast. Thank you so much. Bye.